And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's fantastic, phenomenal, always fun, usually somewhat fascinating Friday as we head into the weekend, not being afraid even if the earth gives way or the mountains fall into the seas because our help comes from the Lord. First, it's not uncommon to go through the motions of our faith. However, we are encouraged through the scriptures to keep it real and to keep diligent. Reviewing some of the earliest encounters that the disciples had with Jesus is very beneficial. Here's a fascinating moment that is good for sharpening our own skills. Ready? What exactly are we seeking? Jesus asked his disciples this question, and now I'm asking you and me the same thing. Next, first things first, it's not inappropriate to answer a question with a question. First, it is familiar between God and mankind and between person to person. Next, every issue has a choice. It may seem like it, it doesn't, but it does. It's one, it's two, it's neither one or two or both one or two. That's four choices right there. But the noodle baker is that our decisions can impact various kingdoms. So when we choose, do we consider heaven, earth, both, or neither? And finally, let's lay down the question. Have you read the end of the book? The Bible is what I'm referring to. Who wins? God does. Whose side do we seek to be on? God's side. So if God wins, being with God means we win. So let's live as though we win, because we do. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing politics, entertainment, and current events, personal revelations, oy, oy, oy. spiritual observations, my life's insanities, and oy vey, so much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show, david at hemustincrease.org, david at hemustincrease.org. You can text us, 214-210-8483, that's 214-210-8483, or you can call us. 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call, you will be talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a dynamite. Dynamite! I really like that. <laughs> It's a terrible one. Jennifer hit a home run with that. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, listen, talking to Dynamite D, let me tell you what that's like. Ready for this one? That's like, ready? 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 Sleeping in. 
Love it. <laughs> Hello. You see, when you're 15, sleeping in doesn't sound that important. When you bust 20, it's like, that's yeah, a little more important. When you bust 25, it's like sleeping in, sleeping in. And every five-year increment, it just becomes that much more important, let's be honest. Here's the bottom line. Maybe you have a thought, a question, an opinion, or a comment. It's not a kvetch fest. It's an opportunity to encourage one another, bless one another. Like we said, maybe you've got an excellent recipe for apple turnovers. Maybe you want to see uh, somebody give a, a recipe for jelly rolls. See, apple turnover, jelly roll. Never mind. Uh, bottom line, see, because it's a kind of a joke. Never mind. Uh, here's the bottom line. The bottom line is to reach out to us. Let's have a good time. Let's talk. Let's encourage one another. Let's strengthen one another. Let's bless one another. Let's challenge one another. Let's encourage each other as the day gets closer. Here's your trivia question to challenge you with. True or false? When Mary Magdalene first saw the risen Jesus, she mistook him for a shepherd. True or false? Da -da 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 -da. If you think you know the answer... You can call 972-445-0770. Joanne and Cordelia, strike first and get the pow-pow. 214-210-8483 is the text number. And then david at hemustincrease.org. That would be the uh, email. So I want to make you guys aware of a couple things, and we'll just kind of fire in. Somebody's calling in, so we'll have them answer that in a couple seconds. Or uh, uh, Diamond Deal answer, and we'll get to that. Uh, like I said, it's my 10-year anniversary in radio today, which is amazing. Actually, it's actually technically tomorrow, but by the close of today it will be. Uh, we, Like I said, we are resolved on the pods, and I want to make people aware about – the importance of praying for one another and the audience. So Annika's one of our wonderful people. She's just been a blessing for us, her and Neil. And we just are asking that the people that call in, the people that you get to hear on the radio, the people that you've heard about, you know, the different people like like Deborah and Susie and Mary and and Ace and Gary and everybody that calls in Samson and everybody that calls in Cordelia and Joy and I can just start naming names and just go down the list with Al and with Eric and with everybody involved and and with Sergio and his fantastic questions, right? There's always something cool there or or from 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 uh, our 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 different buddies you know roger and bill and just to the different elements and john and just all of our people i need you to pray for them that that i cannot say this any any simpler okay and by the way if i forget everybody anybody i promise next time i'll do a better job but there's so many people you know what I'm saying? It's like, well, I can't even – the real trivia question is who's the first person who ever called into this show? That's the trivia question. Let's see if you guys know that one. That one I know. Uh, here's the bottom line. The bottom line is I need us praying for one another. We need to pray for one another. Annika needs more healing, right? You know, I need you praying for Dynamite D. Dynamite D, you know what? He has to go through things. You don't understand. This, this warfare I go through, he has to have an off spill on that warfare. I know you don't think of it that way, but he does. And for Don, and for Jen, Jennifer, who runs this station, are you kidding? She didn't get here? And for Ronnie, and for everybody else, good call, Joanne. It's like, here's the deal. The deal is we need to be taking care of one another, blessing one another. We just got a, a blessing, by the way, from Ronnie. It was so great to hear his him on the radio the last couple of days, right? It's awesome. 
care for one another, love for one another, take care of one another. Let's pray real quickly for one another. Father, we come before you right now in the name of Jesus. We bless you. We praise you. We thank you for the family. How about that, Lord? We actually have a family. I know, Lord, but many of us have lost family because of our faith. You're well aware of that. But you have given us other family as well. Spiritual family, blood relatives. And we just thank you for one another. And we pray you bless all the people that we're talking about, all the people that are on our hearts. You know the people that we love. We love, love these people. I mean, somebody like Aunt Deb's just been a blessing for Noel and I. We just, we just want you to pour out upon them and love on them and, and just strengthen and touch. Lord, I don't know how to say this any better. Bless these people. These is, this is my family. Bless my family in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Um, all right, so. Oh, we're doing the trivia question, right? We had a caller call in, accidentally hung up. Please call back. Did you accidentally hang up on Accidentally dropped them. You know, buttons can be tricky. But I want them to call back, so if they're listening, please call back. Yeah, don't forget that, by the way, uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's a Roger again. Don't forget about that, Fred. Uh, here's, here's something really important about that. Um, uh, buttons can be tricky. Walking can be tricky. Ask me when I had surgery on my leg and I fell on water. No coming. <laughs> you, you really don't want to. <laughs> it's not my finer moment in life. But I did remember I did have a third tongue. Anyway, uh, so just one from there. Just love one another, care about one another, care for one another. Okay. All right. Trivia question one more time, and then we'll I got a short teach, and we'll just rearrange our schedule. That's how it goes. Uh, True or false? When Mary Magdalene first saw the risen Jesus, she mistook him for a shepherd. Right. Uh, if you know the answer, 972-445-0770. Don't call if you're in a car and you have to be careful driving. Okay, I don't want to hear about anybody. You know, don't do that. Okay, just, it's okay. We'll, we'll get the answer. The answering trivia is not more important than your safety, right? 214-210-8483 uh, is the text. And then uh, david at he must increase.org. If there's any safety issues, just listen. Don't do anything. Okay, I actually, I'm not going to, uh, okay, sure. When Billy and I and Larry and Bruce were first in uh, church, there's this gal, and she said, yes, and I was praying, and I was driving down the road, I was praying, and I had my eyes closed, and we're like, what? <laughs> it's like, see, that's the wrong answer. <laughs> I did that for about a second and a half. Huh? I did that for about a second and a half. Yeah, you can't do that. It's just like, it, close your eyes while you're driving. <laughs> Mission control? Am I supposed to push a button? Anyway, uh, let me go through this. Um, oh, we had a second interruption, I guess. I guess that's what we're being told. So the trivia question, for those who did not hear uh, the trivia question. What is the trivia question? True or, uh, true or false? When Mary Magdalene first saw the risen Jesus, she mistook him for a shepherd. Is that true or false? Uh, we'll get to that. 
okay, here is the little teaching. We're going to kind of mess up the schedule. So I want to tell Dyn Dynamite D, the schedule is going to get all messed up. So just be prepared for that. Okay, I'm kind of preparing him up ahead of time. John chapter 1, verse 35 through 38 says this. The next day again, John was standing with his two disciples. As he looked at Jesus as he walked by, and he said, Behold the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following and said to him, What are you seeking? Okay, I think this is a great thing for you and I to ask ourselves. I need to ask this of myself. You need to ask this of yourself, okay? John acknowledges Jesus as the lead. Next day, John was standing with two of his disciples. He looked at Jesus as he walked by and said, Behold the Lamb of God, okay? And Jesus turns to the disciples and he says this, what are you seeking? And I'm asking you just like I'm asking myself. And the reason that I'm asking myself is because this has a lot to do with how we prioritize things. If Jesus was in the room with you in a chair or standing up or standing, sitting next to you in the car, and he turned to you and said, what are you seeking? How would you answer? What would you say to the Lord? Because that question that was asked of those disciples is still asked of you and I. What are you seeking? What are you looking for? What's the hunt? What's important? What's the priority? Where do you go? Where do you fall on the list? What are you what is your where's your mindset at? Where do you what do you see in 20, 40, 80, 2000 years from now? What do you see? What are you looking for? What do you want? What are you seeking? That's a great question to keep us sharp in the faith. We have all these great spiritual answers. Just be honest. Get before the Lord and be honest and say, you know, Lord, I've been thinking about this, and sometimes I think I'm, I'm, I'm seeking the wrong things. Help me. What did Jesus say about seeking when he, when he did the Sermon on the Mount? Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Is that what we're really seeking? Or some of us are seeking fire insurance, let's be honest. Some people are Christians because they don't want to go to hell. It's the only thing that's on their mind. Some people are Christians because they just want to be closer to Jesus. All right? Okay. All right, let's go back to the trivia question, and then we'll break from there. Uh, true or false? When Mary Magdalene first saw Jesus, the risen Jesus, she mistook him for a shepherd. That is false. She mistook him for a gardener. When he first, when she first saw him, she said she thought he was the gardener. And she said to him, sir, where have you taken the body, that's what she has. See? See? That's a good one, huh? That's a good one. All right. We'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Since the dawn of the Internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. 
Cowpunch sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com dad. That's cowpunchsites.com dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull-oney. There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. In my entire life, of course, I mean, you know, my career used to be the, you know, the only thing I cared about, you know, in a sense, and now my family is my priority. So I still love my career, and I love what I do for a living, but it, it keeps me grounded because, you know, the the primary thing for me now is making sure that, you know, I've got a active and healthy family life. You know, it's really, it's our privilege. We want you to know how much we appreciate it. I think your talent is uh, undersold in the context that it's not promoted enough. I think some of your stuff is just anything that makes me laugh, especially the way the world is now, anything that makes me laugh, I love. I think it's gold. So I think you've done a lot of gold. The Christian faith is being attacked. 50 years ago, people would disagree with Christianity, but with a sense of respect. Those days are over. The rage, the flesh, the enemy, and the atmosphere of sin is growing and growing. Jesus said in Matthew 24, the love of many will grow cold. And if it's not the end now, it's certainly a lot closer than it was yesterday. You may be from a Baptist background. David Spoon has that. You may have a Pentecostal background. He has that too. You may have a non-denominational background. Yep, he's got that as well. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. Sometimes Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. You know, I knew as soon as I started naming names, I'd get in a lot of trouble. (laughs) Right? So here, I didn't mention Louis, Fidel, Abraham, Steve, Mimi, Roger again, Kevin, John, Bobby uh, from Carmen, Ken, Kurt. Sam, I mean, I just like you can just start going through this list. I don't think you guys realize how it goes on, but we've had over 200 different people call, and it's like it's hard to it's, it's it that gets hard. I mean, I'm just saying that gets hard. So you're just gonna have to. If I didn't say your name, oops, okay, James, like, <laughs> James just texted me. I'm not in my truck, he can't listen. Oh, see, he just wanted us to know he couldn't listen. See how nice you guys are. All right. All right. Now, the last trivia question really threw a lot of people. I was really surprised by that, I got to say. So this one will be a non-tricky, straightforward. You guys should get this because of that. I, what I just said. Okay. True 
or false, more than 30 miracles were associated with Moses. Okay. Just going to right there. Okay. All right. If you think you know the answer, I mean, look, it's a 50-50. <laughs> and if you ever text in and you're not sure and you text the wrong answer and you get the wrong answer, never feel bad. That's how you learn. That's how you grow. I'm telling you. Jerry Podiak, when I was a manager at Rax Roast Beef, when I was a very much younger lad, let's just say that, said, Dave, he goes, do the best you can to make your management decisions. He said, if you make a decision and you're right, you're lucky. If you make the decision and you're wrong, you probably won't do it again. Like, wow, that's good advice. <laughs> wow, that's pretty good for, for anyway. All right, so if you think you know the answer, Moses, uh, 30 miracles, plus the 30 plus, or I can't say, more than 30 miracles associated with Moses. That means that he's connected to him. Now, you already know, without even answering that question, there's 10 plagues that are associated with Moses. So now you've, you already can see that. So you guys just, I mean, just figure that. Okay, then just think of all the different ones. Uh, 972-445-0770 is the call. 214-210-8483 is the text. David at he must increase org is the email. What else was I supposed to do? I did that. I did that. I did that. I'm just running a tad bit behind here, folks. Don't, uh, don't worry about that. Uh, I do have a joke. I think I'll save it for later because uh, it just seems like it's a good idea. Um, here's a, a important teaching. We do do teaching. I know it's hard to believe sometimes, we, but we do do teaching. So I do want to make sure to do that. Uh, Luke chapter 20, verses 1 through 4, uh, this is what it says. One day as Jesus was teaching the people in the temple and preaching the gospel, the chief priests, the scribes, and the others came up and said, tell us by what authority you do these things, or who it is that gave you this authority. He answered them, I will also ask you a question. Now tell me, was the baptism of John from heaven or from man? Okay, now before we dive in there, somebody's calling in, and we're going to give them a chance to answer the trivia question. I do want to point out that it's it's very important that we stick on this uh, subject. So we'll send the person through, we'll answer the trivia, and then we're going to dive into why this is so important. So send them on through. Knock, knock, this is David. Who am I talking to? Knock, knock. David, this is Sergio. Hey, Sergio. Oh, man, thank you for that encouraging message you put alongside your gift the other day. I really appreciate that. By the way, I just want to hey, let you know. Hey, you're welcome. You know, really, really a blessing. All right, my brother, are you, you going gonna, you gonna to answer the trivia question, or do you got a question? <laughs> um, yeah, I just had, well, you know me, I just had uh, somewhat of a question or comment and something that maybe you can expand on if you don't mind. Sure, Absolutely. And, you know, it kind of goes on to uh, somewhat like, um, I hope I speak for everyone, kind of like our daily journey or like our daily um, adversities that we go through. Uh, I Obviously, I'm not going to repeat or I'm not going to quote the scripture, but I, in my readings, I have, I do remember reading something that says, um, be in the world, not of this world. Correct. Um, something, to that, something to that extent. Uh, how can you can you expand on that with your experience and and, and just with your knowledge, just to kind of help us just go through the daily grind, if you will, of walking this journey? And as always, David, thank you for all you've done for me and for everyone out there listening. And um, you're in my prayers and have a good weekend. All right, thank you, brother. You want to hear what's absolutely miraculous and amazing? This teaching I'm going to do is exactly answering that question. And it wasn't planned. Not planned. I mean, is that just the way, just like you just let me go, ooh. 
Uh, that's just so strange, right? Okay, so here's the question. I'm going to take that question, put it in with the teaching. So on the trivia, uh, we, we'll, we'll give uh, people a shot. It's pretty straightforward since I gave you that really big, 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 big hint. How many miracles are associated with Moses? 30 plus. There's already 10 just in the plagues. All the other miracles that God did in the desert, plus all the miracles he did through Moses, now the answer is, is it true or false, okay? So we'll go a few minutes late, and uh, we'll just deal with that. But listen to what Sergio asked. What a great question. It's not that it says, you know, it, it, it does communicate, be in the world, but not of the world. It doesn't say it that, ex- it's not to that f- exact phrasing, but that is the premise. And the question is, how do you not be a friend of the world, and how do you do that while you're in the world, right? And there's there's the, the fundamental struggle for every single Christian. We might even have to go a two-parter on this. We're just going to have to wait and see. We might have to just wing it and see what happens. But every Christian goes through this. You go through this internal struggle. There's a part of you that says, I love the Lord. I want to connect to the Lord. I want to do the right things in the Lord. And then there's this other part of you that says, I love partying. I love doing these things that were wrong. And I'm having a really hard time doing uh, all this stuff. And then you're in the world, but you shouldn't be of the world. And how do you handle that? How do you put all of that together? So there's a couple of direct answers. Number one. The part of you that is struggling that wants to be like the Lord, that's the born-again you. The part of you that wants to do all the bad things, that's the old you. Remember when you got baptized, the old you in the in the water, and then you came up, there's the new you. That's the symbolism of what's going on. Is it a is it is it positionally different than practically? Yes. Your position in the Lord is 100% solid. The practicality is now God is making you reflect the position through the practical. And that's what Romans 6, 7, and 8 are all about, that you move from this place from being subject to the power of sin to being able to overcome sin. Does sin own you? No. Does it it require to have control of you? No. But are you involved in the process of choosing whether you are— in Christ or not in Christ? Yes, you have to choose on an everyday basis this text, ironically, that, that Jesus mentioned. The Pharisees, the, the, the priests and the scribes and the elders came to Jesus and they said, what authority are you doing these things? Jesus said, I will ask you, ask you a question and you tell me. So everybody who says you can't answer a question with a question, uh, meet Jesus. Okay, so for tell your school teacher, wrong. Okay, that's number one. Number two, Jesus said the baptism from John. Is it for, uh, baptism of John? Was it from heaven or from man? And the reason that he asked that is because if it's from heaven, you have to obey. If it's from man, you don't have to obey. It's like you don't have to listen to it, right? So guess what you have to make? You have to do. You have to make a decision in your choices. Now here's the thing: the practicality is. Our decisions need to run through, and I'm giving you this practical element, a framework. Does the decision that I'm making to do, say, 
or or B or whatever I'm going to do, whatever I'm going to do, whatever I'm going to say, however I'm going to function, is this with heaven in mind or is this with man in mind? Is this with the spirit in mind or is this with flesh in mind? Positionally, you are free. Practically, you are being made to look like Jesus. And every decision you make and every process you go through enables or enhances, is the better answer, one kingdom or another, which means that every decision we make is a decision for a kingdom. The question is, which kingdom are we choosing for? In the world, their goal is to do all the things that the world system has set up, be their own God, do enjoy sin, do all the things that are contrary to God. That part of the world you have to choose not to participate in, and if the Holy Spirit is in you and you do participate in, that's the grief process. That's the I'm sorry process. That, that's what frustrates you. But every day— in every hour, I, I used to teach this so people drive people crazy. Every day is Armageddon for you. <laughs> uh, what? Okay, this is where all millennialism really should get some more acknowledgement than it does. Every day, the forces of evil and the forces of good fight on the battlefield of your mind. And whatever kingdom you choose for is the territory you're supporting. And when the world tells you abortion is great, contrary to Scripture, sin is great, contrary to Scripture, God doesn't know how to create people, contrary to Scripture, all of the things that they do, it's not as much the economic side of things as it is the moral side of things. And by the way, when they say, well, you can't legislate morality, yeah, then why is murder a crime? That's stupid. That's just stupid thinking. So the idea behind it is to understand that every time you make a choice, you make a choice for a kingdom and you live in the world, but your decision decisions should be based on whether we are following this from the heaven perspective or from the earth perspective. That's how you're in the world, but not of the world, because you don't let the world make or influence you to make the decisions that to support the world. You want to make decisions that support the kingdom of God. That's the big call. Okay, I know that's a really roundabout answer, Sergio, so I'm very sorry about that, but I tried to kind of give you something to kind of work with. Okay, all right. Uh, true or false, more than 30 miracles associated with Moses? True. True. More like 40, but that's besides the point. Uh, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill, can't stand the shame. Well, since we're being honest, um, so last week I was diagnosed with cancer, and that has been the biggest um, red flag. We actually thought, and, and I know God heals. I believe God heals. We actually thought I was going to begin surgery tomorrow, and I would have been out for about a month, which means everyone would have to do the conference without me, and um that was going to be a big deal. Um, we're keeping our faith. We're keeping our head up. We're going to keep working hard. Uh, praise God that my surgery was delayed to after conference. And so really this conference will actually be the last time I get to speak 
uh, for probably a good two or three months because of the surgery. I, I won't be able to speak. And even if you hear me now, I'm I'm speaking kind of not, not as strong as normal. But I'm kind of excited that this weekend, this conference is going to be my chance to say everything I need to say about Jesus and his love for people. And hopefully, you know, hopefully God can use my story as an example that um, no matter what you go through, uh, you still have a calling, you still have mm-hmm. a purpose. You don't, don't let, don't let trials stop you mm-hmm. uh, from doing what God has called you to do. So yeah. uh, I, I'm looking for, I'm thankful I get to be here for the conference, but that's definitely uh you know, been been a been some challenges to to get ready for it, but it's going to be amazing. All right, so there's a great thing that comes out of this from a scriptural point of view that I know you know, but sometimes hearing it from a third party is always a helpful element, and that is the Apostle Paul was specific in saying that my speech might not be that great, mm, yeah. but don't misunderstand the representation and the power of the kingdom of God and the Holy Spirit that operates through me. Yeah, And so, you know, you can just sit there and say, you know, there's a connection there mm-hmm. between what he went through because they were making fun of the way he talked right up until he came. And then <laughs> that changed in a hurry. Right. And so the idea is to understand that. And then also, uh, a, not a, a mark of, of maybe dancing, but a, a mark of notice would be that you're doing this conference and there's a great deal of warfare that's coming mm-hmm. against you. And it's yeah. like, that, that's just got to tell you. Well, the enemy doesn't uh, move in warfare if there's no purpose to move in warfare. That's right. You know, I always try to tell people, when Christians, when they go, oh, well, the, the enemy doesn't care about me. Well, because I never hear him or I never, it's like, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a plus. That's a negative. Yes. You know, it's like, that means you are no threat to any kingdom mm-hmm. anywhere. And that is not good. Let's pray. Can I pray for you yes, real please. quick? Let's do yes, it. Please. So, Father, we come before you right now. We pray in the name of Jesus that you would just touch Jason in this surgery process. We know that you can heal. We know that you mend. We know that you help people recover. But you also help people accomplish the tasks assigned to them. And what we pray for is a peace for him and his family. And we pray for a strength and energy. Almost talked about in Colossians where you give the people the energy to accomplish. And we pray for that energy to work through him, through you, so he can finish the task that was set before him and recognize everything he's doing here has kingdom and eternal value, and nothing should take away from that. We pray that in Jesus' name. The David Spin Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's the first time most of you have heard that fill on uh, Jason. He was leading a praise concert in San Diego, and he did lead the concert and afterwards had the surgery and consequently since then has recovered. And it's just like you just listen to that. Listen to that guy. He's going to lead this enormous praise concert. And just before the concert takes place, he gets he gets he was stricken with cancer in the throat. Ah, and the Lord just used it. Just use this testament. What a great, great, great story. So those are some of the new fills. There's so many of those. There's. Uh, probably 30 or 40 that you guys have never heard, plus there's 3,000 that haven't even put in there yet. So 
just be patient. You know, this is 10 years. I made my commitment to the Lord when I started radio. I said it would be a simple 25-year process, so 15 years to go. So everybody just take a deep breath. And as I and I just want to say this because this actually happened. I know people are really crazy, but at a pastors conference in Anaheim, three thousand pastors, blah 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 blah. Pastors, pastors, and all you know, you get three thousand pastors in a room. Everybody wants to say something, right? From the back of the room, remember I shared this with you before. From the back of the room, you couldn't even see who said it. Nobody could even figure out what's going on. But from the back of the room, you heard this voice go. Relax and enjoy the ride. And then the leaders of the conference got up and said, that was from God. <laughs> That's, it's like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Look, the Lord has got it covered. Everybody relax. Okay? All right. Take a deep breath. <gasps> okay, good. All right. Uh, we've got uh, many things that we want to cover. Uh, I got my trivia question. I'm going to ask that trivia question. We got our history. I don't know that. Well, I hope we'll get into another break. We'll just see how that goes. But let's see if you guys can figure this one out. This is a toughie. Okay. All right. Paul was speaking when um, he was speaking for hours and hours and hours when a young lad fell out of the window while he was speaking and died. What did Paul do? <laughs> ah, ah, see, that's kind of a bizarre way to ask it, but it's interesting, right? He was speaking, I think the guy was uh, Eutinus or Eutinius or I can't remember. Eutinus or it's really close to that. It starts with the EU. Uh, and so what did Paul do when he, you know, so Paul, and just so you can know, and I love this because this is a reality. Paul was droning on and on. <laughs> you think, well, how do you know that? Because he started in, he started at one point, and he, he preached at least taught at least twelve hours. Twelve hours, I'd fall asleep too. <laughs> Just, <laughs> all right, all right. So, uh, what did he do? If you think you know the answer, I know you don't have to. We'll be quick on this one. Nine seven two four four five zero seven seven zero. You can also text two one four two one zero eight four eight three. Or send an email, David, at he must increase.org. I don't think we're going to get to the humor part because I think we'll end up doing the history next, just to let you know. Here's what I do want you to be aware of, okay? All right. Here, This is a very short teaching, but I want you to hear it, okay? Yeah, you tickers, that's it. Uh, John 1.16, and from, the, from his fullness, this is John 1.16, I pray this prayer every single day in my devotions, every day. John 1.16, and from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. From him, can we just make sure that everybody gets this? From him, because of him, through him, because of Jesus, not because of me, not because of you. I know you want it to be because of you because you're brilliant and great and I love it and I'm with you, but it's not. It's because of him, because of Jesus. From his fullness, for all that he has to offer. That's what I want you to get. Think about Jesus and all that he has to offer. Okay, because of him and through him and from all he has to offer, right? We get grace upon grace. We have gotten it. We're getting it. And we will get it. And the key to this is grace, grace, grace. How is grace defined by most of us? We pretty much understand that. Unmerited grace favor. 
Okay? Ready? Um, I don't know why the Lord's going this story. We're just going to follow. Okay? That's what we're doing. We don't know what the Lord's doing. I don't know what he's doing right now, but I'm telling you a story I haven't told for a while. So I've told you guys before, I've done fasting throughout my Christian life. You know, it's 40-plus years. You, you, there's periods we go through. You fast or whatever. And I decided to do that big major fast in my life, first big major fast in my life. So I was going to do a five-day fast. That's a good one, right? Now if I did a five-day fast, they'd have to stick me in a hospital and put an IV in me. All right? But back then, you're young. You have a lot of energy. So I was doing great day one, doing great day two, doing great day three, day four. You can tell I'm cracking. Here's This is what's happening. I'm just telling you folks what's happening. I'm cracking. I'm not dead yet, but I'm cracking. All right? I'm going, it's going down. It's going the wrong way. I get to day five, and now we're at this other level. And the level is everything and anything that is consumable sounds like a banquet, right? It's not the sleep problem. It's not the work problem. By the way, I was a landscaper. So, I mean, working hard and then not. And I mean fasting as in water only. Okay, no nothing. I I was young, so just bear with it. So I was about nine hours away from the five-day mark. And I'm reading my Bible, and I get up. I'm in my apartment, Fairmount Greens, (laughs) where Billy and I shared an apartment. And I remember... I remember reading my Bible. I'm in Isaiah 58 in the King James Version of the Thompson Chain Bible. This is how specific I can get. And I can guarantee it's still there right there now. I still have that. I still have a copy of that old Bible and uh, all this stuff. And so I'm reading, I'm reading, and I'm in Isaiah, the 58 margin, and I can hear in the kitchen the bread calling my name. Dave, Dave. Here I am, Dave. Right? right. So I I peek around into the kitchen. I can't believe I'm telling you guys this. This is so funny. I peek around into the kitchen, and there's the bread. You know how you have bread, and you'll have, uh, like, you, you'll twist it. Like, not the twisty ties, but you'll twist it by itself, whatever. And there it is. It's just like, just one slice, Dave. And I'm like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Right? And I broke down. <laughs> you buckled. I, I broke down. Now listen. Now listen. Okay? Now I want to show you what, how this all, you'll understand if you just hang with me for a second. So I eat the piece of bread. So I go back and I open up the Bible because now I feel horrible because I was so close, right? In Isaiah 58 in the Thompson Chain Reference Bible, in Isaiah 58, the King James Version, at the top where it gives you little definitions for what you're reading below, it says, The fast which God accepts. Mm. And I'm like, wow. So I'm feeling, okay, well, the Lord knows I really gave it my best, okay? But I, I fell short. But I did give it some pretty good effort. The next day, my business partner picks me up, our landscape business partner. He's my landscaping buddy. And we're in the car, and he's playing some song by Keith Green or whatever, and the Lord speaks to me, probably one of the more audible in my top five of my lifetime uh, nothing's as dramatic as when I got saved where the Lord said that's enough. But this was pretty close. And you know what he said to me? He said, you cannot merit my love. Now, I'm sitting next to this guy's name was Mark. He's talking. Keith Green's on. 
I'm not paying attention. I'm not even in the, it's like, I'm not even there. I'm like in another place, right? And that's what the Lord said to me. You cannot merit my love. And that's what I was trying to do. So every day when I pray, I recognize grace, grace, grace. It's unmerited favor. The love of God does not come about because you are worthy. The love of God comes about because he is God. Do you understand that difference? That's what it means when it says, and from his fullness we all have received grace upon grace. You might try and do really good. You might even get really close nine hours away. Guess what? You still can't merit the love that God has for you. Okay? Uh, trivia question answer, and then we'll break. Okay? All right, here you go. Uh, when Paul was speaking to Eutychus, Eutychus fell out of the window and died. What did Paul do? That's the question. Paul went and prayed over him and raised him back to life. I love Eric's answer because he said he stopped talking. Well, that would also be accurate. But he, he, he prayed for him and raised him back to life. Before we exit, I'll say this. Paul talked for 12 hours in that sermon. At a minimum, not one word is recorded. Just because you drone on for 12 hours doesn't mean God records it. <laughs> this is my nicest way of saying if the Sermon on the Mount only takes 25 minutes, there's a hint. Okay, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord, but just don't know how? Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassadors Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. It doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. But the eternal benefits are out of this world. Be a representative. Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry. No parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. With his special guest today, focus on the family trauma specialist, Tim Sanford. People, as they try to sort this out, they, they, they go through this, uh, they, they go through maybe a litany or a list in their mind and try to evaluate, well, you know, is this this and is this this? And, and what you said right there is the key, that the core of our strength, the core of our ability to, to go on yet for another day in the midst of what we would consider to be uh, chaos, both uh, socially, politically, and, and in other realms, is the Lord. I mean, the Lord gives us the ability. I mean, until he blows that trumpet, we are not done. Exactly, and that's where we come back to people ask me, well, again, the why, why, why questions that people all across the U.S. are asking. And my best theological accurate answer I can give them is, I don't know. I don't stop there. That is an accurate answer. I finish my answer then by saying, here's what I do know. 
Excellent. I know that God is still on his throne. I know that God knew what was going on. I don't know why he, no, I don't know why that. Here's what I do know. God is a still a loving God. He still is in charge. Here's what I do know. Here's what I do know. Here's what I do know. The David Spoon Experience. Imagine yourself on a rocket ship racing at a thousand miles an hour into space. Once there, you can sense the power and the presence of the majestic and the divine. You forget about your troubles and your fears, and you just float in peace without a worry in the world. There are no struggles, no pain, no discomfort. It's soothing, calm, comfortable. But then the show starts, and you realize that none of that stuff has anything to do with the show. What were you thinking? The David Spoon Experience, only for the brave of heart and the bored. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. We do have one more trivia question, and then we're going to have Dynamite D ask me a question. You guys are like going, what? He was asking me off air, and I want him to ask the question because it's a super Super important, important question. He doesn't have to ask it perfect or say it perfect. It's just to ask something that's going to totally impact your life if you listen. How about that? Okay. Here's your trivia question. We might not get to history or the comic thing. That's just the way it goes. Uh, When the risen Jesus told some of his disciples to throw their nets into the water to catch fish, did he say throw the nets over the right or the left-hand side of the boat? Oh, that's so good. When the risen Jesus said to some of his disciples, okay, all right, when the risen Jesus told some of his disciples to throw their nets into the water to catch fish, did he say to throw the nets over the right or the left side of the boat? There you go. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. And then uh, text 214-210-8483 as well. Uh, send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Now, I'm going to have Dynamite D. Just, we were just talking. So we talk. So he gets to talk. This is one of the things I really enjoy about him. He's just been doing a super job lately, and I'm just really, really happy. And it, not everything's perfect technically, but spiritually it is. And that's what I care about more than anything else. Go ahead and just kind of say that's the general question. I think I was kind of more so framing it behind your your. What you said about yep. hearing God, your friend was, you know, playing the music, but you heard God. And I think I was saying, I asked you two questions. Number one, we talked about God speaking through dreams and stuff like that. And technically, really how rare that is. But yes. also I said, when God gives us, let's say you do hear from God, and it seems hard, you know, is that his way of stretching our faith? Yeah, so the question is, when the Lord does speak to you, and what the Lord's, like, setting before you, it's like, what? <laughs> like, no way. What? Like, I can't do this, Father. Is the, Lord, is the Lord stretching your faith? So the first and most immediate answer is yes. That's exactly what God is doing. And the reason that God does that is because for all the things that you come up with, all the brilliant theologies, super, super great, great. Love them. I know them all. They're fantastic. Faith is the vehicle that God has chosen by which he is dealing with his children. 
That's what he chose. You can't say, well, it's tiddlywinks or scissors. Nope, it's faith. Hebrews 11.6, without faith, it's impossible to please him. For those who come to God must believe that he is and a rewarder of those that seek him. Faith is the key. Faith is that starting. But it's like, don't Jesus talk more about faith than anything. Okay, so let's just no with fans or buts. Wow. No, no, nothing, not even close. It's like, okay, so it's all about faith. And then you sit there and you think, but does he put something before you that's so outrageous that you just like, huh? And that is exactly what God does on purpose. And just to be very specific about it, God often has you do something that is, ready, impossible. <laughs> you think, what, what, why? And then you have all these people, don't get mad at me, all these people are like, well, he'll never give you more than he can ha- you can handle. Yes, he will. That's, that's, that's not even, first of all, it's not even scripture. It, it, what is true is he won't let you be tempted beyond what you're able. Not he won't give you more than you can handle. So those are two different things altogether. And the reason that God allows that is this, because you know, you know, I know, we know, that, that can only happen by a miracle. It cannot happen any other there's nothing on all of the universe that can make that that's impossible that's why god does it wow so that you can go that's impossible except with god all things are possible Uh, that's where that's the that's the, the it's not the trick it's the hook the hook is that god allows the most outrageously ridiculous and you think well i wouldn't do that i wouldn't do that well first of all you're not god so let's just start there. And then second, let's just recognize as a, as a people that the Lord stretches our faith, expands our faith, strengthens our faith, because by faith you can do quite a bit, right? I mean, there's a lot of things that are set before you that you can do, like moving mountains and so on and so forth. It's kind of small stuff, right? It only takes this the faith the size of a mustard seed. You can just keep going and going and going on this. But the bottom line is that sometimes it's so outrageous that it has to be a miracle. And then when it is that outrageous and it is a miracle, you go, man, are you cool. <laughs> it's like you just, you just know and you just think. And you, so one of the questions that, that, that Dee asked me, and I'm not even – I can't teach about it, but I was so struck by my devotions today. And it's so funny you would ask me that. He said, well, can, you know, could God use like un, un, people you would not anticipate or think – to speak to you, direct you, guide you, whatever the case may be. God used four lepers to feed a nation. You getting that? They went to the camp where the Arameans were. Now listen to this. And God made it sound like there were chariots and, and armies coming to attack and all this stuff. And it's four lepers. Now, I don't know if you know this or not, but lepers aren't exactly known for walking like, you know, big stomping. Like, it's not, that's not really the gig. But God made that happen. 
and and what I said to him, which is just the truth, is the lepers came back and they told the the people that speak the 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 watchtower guards, so to speak, and then the guards told the people what was going on. And the reason that happened is because nobody wants to get saved by a leper because that just doesn't seem nice. It doesn't seem appropriate, even though First Corinthians chapter one verse twenty seven says, "Not many wise, not many noble, not many powerful, not many strong are the people that get saved." The idea, and see, Joyenne said exactly what. I said to you, he used a donkey. <laughs> he used the donkey to rebuke a prophet. <laughs> For a false prophet or not, he rebuked him through a donkey, which I think is God's way of saying, I can pretty much tell you anything I want to through anybody I want to or anything I want to. And so the idea in all of this is to catch that the Lord does all these things, allows all these things, so that your faith expands, so that your engagement with God grows. Everything God does is about you. It's not about him. He don't need it. It's for you. You want to work with God? Enlarge the faith. All you need is a mustard seed to start the thing rolling, right? And that's just to move a mountain. Oh, oh. My, goodness. oh my goodness, right? All right. Uh, what side? Uh, isn't that a great? He asked that question during the break. See, see how the Lord does this and uses stuff and intertwines stuff? That's called, let's follow the bouncing ball, which in this case was the Holy Spirit. Uh, when the risen Jesus told some of his disciples to throw their nets into the water to catch fish, did he throw the nets on the right side or on the left side of the boat? And the answer is on the right side. He said, throw it on the right side. That's not a political comment, but it is funny to say it. <laughs> it's, it's funny. Come on. I mean, that's, that's, that's funny. All right. Everybody be safe this weekend. We're pretty much done with the show. You know I love you guys. You know There's so many people to pray for, so much to engage with. But here's the biggest thing never to forget. Enjoy God. That's what he wants you to do. Okay? That's not complex. Just hang out with him. You'll find out how great it all really is. All right, folks. Uh, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas, taking a 70 and one-half-hour break. Then we'll come back. More Insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. The views expressed on the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.